0: Oh, it's nice to see you all. (laughs) I feel feel rather strange standing here (laughs) for once. Um, I've written everything down because I know if I just uh, speak as I prefer to, um, it might go on for ages, so uh, I I wrote uh, some things down. And uh, sorry? Sorry, there's... Um, they're just prompts. They're not the words. <laughs> so I, before I start the actual sermon, I just want to mention uh, what I wanted to speak about on True Father, True Parents' birthday, uh, which David kindly stood in for me because uh, we all had gastro, or most of us had gastroenteritis in our house, which um, wasn't very pleasant. So I won't go into details there. But um, um, on on that day. Yeah, I, I wanted to speak about um, uh, about Father's life, um, but one thing I particularly wanted to recommend to everyone was to go back to not just the words, but the 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 actual recordings of Father speaking, particularly in the '70s. You know, the the 1970s when many of us joined um, was a very special time, and. To actually watch Father in action talking uh, in, the, in those days is very special because when you read a speech, you don't get the same feeling as when you see Father delivering the speech, seeing the jokes he makes. And, uh, you know, we just read the words and we don't realise actually here he was joking, but he was smiling broadly and laughing and pulling people around and all these type of things. So I really recommend, especially for... Uh, the younger ones of you um, who, who never saw father in that time to go back and look at those. They're available on the internet. Um, you know, you can find them, many of them. Um, and there's particularly one where father came back from meeting um, um, President, um, President Nixon, President Nixon at that time. Uh, and he came back from meeting President Nixon, he spoke, uh, here in England at Rowlane Farmhouse, uh, that was just the year before I joined. And um, but I've watched the watched the video of that. It's a really good, really worth watching. Um, anyway, that, I just wanted to share that with you. The other thing was it, it was interesting because the Wednesday after that Sunday, Matthew actually on the Wednesday, he showed a couple of videos of Mother speaking and Father speaking. So I felt that was we were in tune there, you know, somehow. Anyway, uh, my sermon today is, uh, I wanted to somehow give a, some sort of feeling of um, maybe my my ethos in life, or if I wanted to give you some advice, this is what I would give you, or anybody. So I called it Always, and I've written down 21 things to always do or always consider. So uh, maybe you can add to them, but maybe you can use them to reflect on, Um, and they're not necessarily in the order of importance, Um, but it's always about our relationship with God, ultimately. And um, this song that we just sang is uh, very poignant for me. Pilgrim's Progress was a book that really uh, touched me in my life and, and somehow has always been with me through my life, this idea of being a pilgrim, uh, a person on a journey. Uh, John Bunyan captures it as uh, a a Christian on the way to the celestial city. If you haven't read the book, I recommend reading it. It's not very politically correct these days, but it's really really worth reading. So um, always pray. So the, the, the verse we read out there was about always praying. It talks about praying constantly and rejoice, be thankful. If we're thankful to somebody, we have a relationship with them. So if we're thankful to God and we're grateful to God, God wants to be with us. So it's really important to share everything we do every day, however we can with God, and to rejoice Yes, so rejoicing and being thankful is a form of gratitude. And we all know, father spoke very much about gratitude and mother has emphasized this point. And I hear many times other people, um, you know, um, public speakers and personal development people talk about gratitude, having a heart of gratitude, being in a vibration of gratitude is what draws things to us. So very naturally, if we're grateful to God, it draws God to us. If we're grateful for the things that we have in any circumstances, or even grateful for the things we don't have maybe, we can even be grateful for the things that other people have. You know, it creates such a a different atmosphere, it creates such a different spirit. And uh, you know, if more of us were like that, if more people were like that, it, you know, it, it would completely change everything, wouldn't it, you know? Um, I don't know about where you work, but it, in, a, in the outside work environment, many times the modus operandi, the way of going about doing things, is, is to moan and complain. You know, many people just want to moan and complain, and it's, it's just they do it out of habit. But if we can change that and actually you know, be appreciative of being able to have a job, why would you complain about your boss all the time? You should be, appreciate that he's given you a job, surely. <laughs> you should appreciate the company you work for. You've got a job to do there. You know? So gratitude, so important. And another really important one is always know that you're loved. This is really so important and so powerful. Each one of us is unique. And each one of us, God loves uniquely. And if you consider that, it's incredible. And I would say, if you don't feel it, if you don't feel the power of God's love for you, it's important for you to pray about it. It's important for you to pray and ask God. It might feel like something selfish, but actually it's not selfish at all. It's really important to understand because if you understand how much God loves you, you will understand how much God loves others as well. So it's really important. I I can't emphasize this point enough. The next one I've got is always offer. Always offer everything you think, everything you do, everything you feel. Offer it to God. And maybe reflect on it as well. If, if we're constantly offering to God our situation, we begin to look at things in the way that God looks at things. We, be, we begin to look at our own thoughts the way God looks at them, maybe. And we open ourselves to having, can I say, God's thoughts flowing through us somehow. So it's really important to offer, make some offering. Always serve. So this has come up a lot, service. And... Um, I'll, I'll read something at the end, some words from Father, um, where he he speaks about service. How important it is to serve. So, um, yeah, okay, 15 years ago I stepped up and said I would take on this role uh, to serve our community in the position of a pastor. But actually, you know, when David says these things, I actually feel like a thief in many ways. You know, Father often talked to it. you're like thieves, you know. And as I'm sitting there today, I feel like, kind of like a thief in many ways because what happens when you put yourself in a position to serve others is God blesses you. God inspires you. God gives to you somehow. Um, so I can really recommend that. You know, David was saying that who's going to step up next? Who's going to be the, the next pastor of this enlarged area? Whoever does will receive a very special blessing. And I don't mean material blessings. I don't mean external blessings. I'm talking about you will be blessed in your heart to be a different person. Certainly I can say the last 15 years has made me a different person. I, I don't particularly feel proud of anything. We're still in this place. I would like us to be in a much different place. And the time has gone so fast. And uh, if I had it again, maybe I'd be much more diligent. Um, But anyway, we can uh, can all think about that, how much we serve in our lives. Always share. (laughs) It's a type of service. You know, we initiated this idea of sharing here. And largely I initiated it because I felt inspired by how God Works through you, so I wanted everyone to have that kind of experience. You know, when you come up and share what you have with others, share the best part of yourself. Um, everybody benefits. You benefit, and everybody else benefits as well. So it's really important to share what we have, and I don't just mean, of course, physical things. Uh, I'm talking about the internal things. The best, the best of us sharing the best of us. Always watch. Um, I think some of you will like the idea of being the observer, <laughs> being the person that watches. Watch yourself, watch what you're doing, and watch others as well. It's actually really beautiful when you just sit and watch. My wife is very good at this with, the, with our grandson. She tells me, just leave him alone, just watch him. <laughs> and actually, it is very good to just sit and watch. And when you're, uh, I think as a child, when you're being watched, you feel loved and cared for as well. But you also feel free because nobody's interfering with you. You're doing what you want to do. And, you know, so there's a lot to that just watching. So, a um, little experience I've probably shared in the past with you, but sticks in my mind. Um, at the Hayashi House, every Monday, we would have a prayer meeting every Monday morning, and I used to love going to that. And um, it was always very exciting after the prayer meeting because everybody wanted to share something. And I was always keen on sharing. And then at some point I got really frustrated because everybody's talking and I couldn't share. And I had to look, watch myself first of all. Mm, what's going on here? So then I decided to surrender to the situation. Just relax, surrender, and watch others sharing. And it was actually a very beautiful experience just to watch others sharing their hearts with each other. So there's many, many aspects of watching, watching ourselves, watching others, always watch. Always embrace. So I hope the person who comes um, to take this whole region will be a person that can embrace many types of people. I don't mean physically embracing, I mean embracing with our mind, with our hearts. We need to be able to embrace a whole range of people. And the thing I think about, especially when I'm thinking about embracing, is embracing paradoxes, embracing contradictions. I think this is, there's something very profound in that, in the, in the life of faith, in the life of, in an internal life, many contradictions come up. You know, we say um, you want to be high-spirited, but you want to be very deep as well. And They kind of contradict each other, it seems like, doesn't it, you know? You've got to be deep, you've got to be high. <laughs> so you want to be able to go very high and very low, you know, very deep. Uh, maybe a a different understanding of the word deep. But there's lots of things to, you know, many times we want to cut and divide everything, but actually if we can embrace things and understand the good in others and understand the good in every situation. Always persevere. Keep going. No matter what the circumstances um, the the motto of outward bound which I did when I was 16 was to serve to strive and not to yield don't give up keep going uh, one Pilkim said never never say that you've uh, you've left you've left the church he said just say you're taking a break so it's okay to take a break then you can carry on again, you know. <laughs> don't take a break for too long, though. <laughs> Keep persevering. Always follow your deeper heart. Um, don't know if I can call this intuition. Is, it the, is intuition the same? We can have a discussion about that maybe later. Is intuition the same as our deeper heart? You know, Sometimes when you say to people, follow your heart, they say, no, 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 you shouldn't follow your heart because they think of this very um, ephemeral thing, this very um, um, surface emotions maybe they think of when they think of heart. But heart is something much deeper as we all know. You know, if we follow the deepest part of our hearts, we will never go wrong. So listen to God's voice speaking to us, guiding us in our intuition. Something I touched on earlier. Always know that you are unique. Um, Recently I've been watching um, videos about the brain. Been watching a a neuroscientist in Utah explaining about the brain. And she said, she reflected some of father's words, in fact, you know, she said, the brain is amazing. You know, of course she's talking about the physical brain. Um, The brain is amazing. She said it's the most uh, wonderful thing in the universe. It's the, you know, the, there's so much to discover about it. And uh, each one is unique. So just like your fingerprint is unique, you are unique. Your brain, your mind is unique. And know that you are unique. So when we think of ourselves as a, <laughs> as the pinnacle of creation, Know that God wants to express himself uniquely through you. I think it's really important to understand that. Because again, if we understand that about ourselves, we can begin to understand it about each person, how valuable each unique person is. It's incredible. You know, you can't walk down the street and be the same person again when you really grasp that. When you see people, you know, it's just, it's overwhelming, you know. So respect others in that manner. Thank you very much. <laughs> Here's another one: Always study something. Always study something new. So we, stu- we study Hundokhe, father's words. But you should always study something else, whatever it interests you. You should study it. It's good for you. It's physically good for your brain, it's good for your mind, it's good for your heart. Because when we study something new, it stimulates things in us. On a physical level, new neurons can start connecting together. But also it allows us to see things from a different perspective. And appreciate, you know, uh, different people. So as, as, as you know, I like music, so, and I, Um, enjoy playing different flutes and it's interesting when you try and play a tune from a different culture when you start playing them you get a feeling of that culture you know so something new always stimulates a, a new interest a new understanding so it broadens us studying something new broadens us so related to that is always do something new um, physically do something new. Go to a different place that you've never been to before. Expose yourself to something new uh, because it's healthy for you. It's it's stimulating and it's uh, it's good for everybody. Always have wonder. Wonder can come in a moment, but if you're, if you're kind of looking for it, you'll see it everywhere, you know. Um, in a fingerprint, in the rings around a tree when, you, when a tree's been cut, in the, in the sky, in the clouds. There's so many things to wonder about, um, so many things. And it's always good to have wonder in our life, to wonder and be fascinated by things. Always care, you might say take care or care, have an interest in, not just others, but yourself as well. Because as we treat ourselves, we treat others. So when we care for ourselves, we can also think about caring for others. But there should be a balance to it, our caring. We have to know our limits of what we can do for others. But if we care, we'll look for ways. We will look for ways to contribute, to help. Always reflect in an optimistic way, I would say. Always be optimistic. (laughs) Always reflect, reflect on things it's good to have a quiet time of reflection. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I, I was sharing this with some, uh, somebody else um, recently on Facebook because they were saying they were, they were feeling quite unwell physically and they found their thoughts getting very depressive, you know, um, and uh, they were really, really struggling with that. And... Um, I can I can relate to that. I think when, when physically we don't feel well, it's very easy to allow ourselves to get confused or depressed or anxious or, or all these kind of things. So for me personally, at a, a certain stage in life, I discovered a technique of just turning off the analytical mind. When I was really weak, I would just turn off and just be be as I was in the moment, um, and it, it's it 's a good kind of self-defense in a sense, because otherwise we can find our thoughts going into places we don't want to go really, um, and getting us into a mess, essentially. I had completely the opposite experience when, when we were sick recently because I felt completely immobilized after, after uh, being sick and um, I was lying on the floor and I just kind of, I just laughed to myself. And I felt, well, my, my body's weak and I can't move and I don't know when I'm gonna be able to move out of this position. But actually inside myself, I feel happy. <laughs> I still feel happy inside because our physical body is not us. It's just the vehicle we move around in, in a sense. you know, So you, you can still be happy, even, even in difficult physical circumstances. So always be optimistic, always be optimistic, that was the next one. (laughs) And um, of course that entails always looking for good in circumstances, always looking for the good, always looking for the good in circumstances, always looking for the good in others. Always strive to be your best. Uh, It seems like a favorite uh, saying now people use be the best version of yourself. I really like that It's very nice um, You know a a nice thought a nice thing to reflect on how can I be the best version of myself because we all know There's all different parts to our character, but how can I be the best version of myself today? Um, I put always take the time you need sometimes you need time to do some of these things, to reflect, to rest, to do whatever, but always take the time you need. Never feel it's wasted. If you need time, if you need time to go off for a walk in nature alone, take it, do it, and come back refreshed, because there are things you need, Um, and and you should take the time to get the things you need. Always in balance, of course. And my final point, kind of, is um, something I always ask. I always ask myself: Is what did I miss, or what did I forget? So maybe I forgot to say some things uh, today, which you can remind me of afterwards. But um, yeah, I think it's important to always be. Open. It's like having your antennas up. What did I miss? What did I miss here? What what was it I didn't think about? Um, or if I'm rushing out of the house, is a good thing. What did I forget before I drive off? <laughs> Something like this. So I just want to read, um, to finish, I just want to read these words from our true father. Um, <clears throat> in order for you to live... A, live purposefully towards your ideal destination, you need this philosophy of living for others. Unless you live your life by totally giving yourself, you will not be able to meet the path of true love. It is only possible when you invest yourself totally and completely, live for the sake of others. You must make all these ideas as your foundations for your logic and philosophy of life. If you invest yourself totally and forget what you have given, you will definitely be placed at the center. This is the heavenly principle. So um, yeah, wherever you are in a group, in in your family, Um, in our community, if you invest, um, invest yourself, uh, you'll become the person that influences things. So, um, especially if you've invested your heart and your love. Okay, please, um, let's uh, join together in, in some reflection and prayer.